Hello everyone and welcome to episode 42 of The Stadia Place with me your host Elliot and today I'm really excited to be bringing you my interview with Flora Wilson-Brown and Harry Tennyson, writer and director of I Know I Know I Know which is being staged this April at the Southwark Playhouse from the 6th into the 16th. This interview was also really exciting because I got to do it in person, which meant I got to actually go to the Southwark Playhouse to see them rehearsing for about half an hour before doing the interview. I chat a little bit about that at the end of this interview, but it was just really exciting to be out of my room, out of Zoom, and actually seeing people in person to interview them. I thought that was really cool, and I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Before we also begin, I'd just like to say that I hope you all enjoyed World Theatre Day, which came around this past weekend. And even though I didn't see any theatre, I did announce on our Instagram page a brand new giveaway where you can win some theatre memorabilia on offer from shows such as Death Drop, Come From Away and the Bonnie and Clyde concert, which happened earlier this year. So for your chance to win, please head over to our most recent Instagram post away from this one talking about episode 4 for your chance to win. So back to today's episode with Flora Wilson-Brown and Harry Tennyson. Here is my interview with them recorded on location in the tiny at the Southwark Playhouse. I hope you enjoy. All right, well, this is really exciting because today I'm in the room at the Southwark Playhouse. We're currently rehearsing in the tiny and I'm joined today by the wonderful writer Flora Wilson-Brown and director Harry Tennyson. Hello, Harry. Hello, Flora. How are you doing? Hi, Elliot. Hello. Yeah, good. Very warm. Yeah? Yeah, it's a warm day. It is a warm day, yeah. (laughs) It's a very warm day. I was just saying that downstairs in the bar, it's absolutely boiling. So to be up here, you've got the doors open, you've got the fresh air. The listeners could probably hear in the background the nice fresh air and birds chirping. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's It's a wonderful, like, West Side Story fire escape out there. Isn't it just? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it just? It's lovely. We're here today, obviously, because you two are part of the creative team of I Know, I Know, I Know, Mm -hmm. which, Flora, you wrote. Yeah. We are currently in the rehearsal process at the moment. How are you two? finding it yeah it's really exciting it's always really exciting to hear my script out loud with really brilliant actors but we're working with some really amazing creatives that we haven't worked with before so that is that's really that's been really exciting we're now halfway through day three (laughs) and it's been a really like rich couple of days actually with our team of people we've got some of them have been involved kind of like I think we'll talk about later but the show when it was supposed to be on at Vault some of them have been involved since the start mm. some of them are fresher some of them are actors again some of them have been involved as they've seen the script progress some of them are newer, newer. that's been a really exciting thing to kind of have all of those different minds who have come in at different stages of the process and see and hear what they, what they yeah, yeah yeah and it's all been really exciting yeah, things it's just really exciting <laughs> yeah and flora we were saying before the recording this is the first alliteration of the show and the yeah. first time that you've been a part of a writer with a team yeah. so how has that been seeing your words being spoken as well as being changed and you making notes throughout the process yeah it feels very like empowering to have written something that is like difficult or like naughty or about difficult things we were saying, you know, the text is the text, but the play is everything. So, like, the sound design is underlining moments that I wanted to come across really powerfully, and then I'm having help from the sound and from the lights and from the actors. And, yeah, it just feels like a, a real gift. Yeah. Like a wonderful thing. Yeah. Amazing. Well, we'll be talking a lot more about I Know, I Know, I Know later in this episode. But first of all, I want to talk about the company, Do Not Alight. Mm. And, Harry, I thought that I'd start with you about asking about, like, the company ethos and, like, what you want audiences who come to see productions to like 
take away and what kind of productions are you hoping to like put on with the company? Yeah, absolutely. So Flora and I set up Do Not Alight chiefly to produce this show, but it's something that we want to and will continue existing once this is done and into the past. But the work that we're really interested in making is formally inventive plays that feel like they talk about political stories through a personal lens you know we're interested in big ideas but the people that underpin them and telling those stories in new exciting ways that feels rare or new or Mm. different to what we might expect to see on that process yeah and relevant to the stories as well yeah absolutely like it's about finding the right thing to tell the story in effect like how does the play exist to serve that that story story? yeah absolutely yeah yeah and i think kind of that looking forward that will be will change because part of that that political element of the company is that mm. we look at the world around us and and see what's going on and see what's interesting and excites us or makes us angry or upset yeah. and, and us. yeah where that yeah. work comes from you know we what 25 and making work right now in a world which feels like it's in a turbulent period is a strange thing yeah and it, it definitely would feel weird if we it. weren't informed yeah by that, I yeah think, to us yeah. yeah yeah we'll be talking about that turbulent period later on about how like we said this show is going to be on the, the vaults and now has been transferred here yeah. to the Southern Playhouse but first of all I want to talk about the story Flora yeah. so talk about the creative process about like what inspirations did you have writing the story and where did you hope the story would be produced yeah so the story came through some conversations that me and Harry were having about a year ago we wanted to write a play well I wanted to write a play for Harry <laughs> and we yeah. didn't really kind of know what that was going to be about but I was thinking a lot about friendships and culpability in friendships especially between men and women and you think that potentially they've done something wrong or something that you wouldn't be proud of or something that you wouldn't do yourself and how that action from one person has such a huge ramification of like both the survivors of that thing whatever it might be and then also all of the people around him like the support network for that person and how you kind of go on living after you realize that someone you've invested a lot of time into is like not a good person and me and Harry are both very interested in music and like that's quite a core thing in our friendship but you can't listen to music now without there's always something in the news about something really terrible that someone in a very famous band has done and it's that why as a society do we just kind of keep letting that happen and why don't we do more to protect teenagers effectively from this power but yeah that's kind of where it came from yeah I think there's also that thing as well it's not just in bands though is it it's like actors as well and it's like when they portray a character that so many people love and you know cherish and stuff and then suddenly they've done something and it's like how do you separate the actor from the character can you watch that film or that tv program again knowing that they are playing a character but there's that actor who may have done stuff during that time before that time after that time yeah and and their consequences it's that thing that flora just said about power like that's the thing that underpins this play this this play and like pervading issue is that society is built up in a certain way in which you know this is a patriarchy yeah absolutely and a lot of the industries like theater film music exist in the same way like men have a lot of power yeah i'm sure if you've got a list of who all these people were it's going to be men 100 yeah. and that if it exists in society like that it exists everywhere like that i'm sure there are other industries around the world but our one is one where people pay attention because that's the crux of it yeah you engage don't fame. you yeah it's not like concrete shipping like yeah. no one's paying sure it in the really nicest way things. possible like yeah. no one's paying attention to concrete shipping yeah. but yeah Flora's right awful things probably happen there too mm. yeah. yeah it's like a microcosm of the like world that we live in and yeah all these industries are set up to protect the men at the top because we think they're so genius that no one could ever possibly replace them but that like just categorically isn't true and we're losing all of this like brilliant 
talent by allowing that to happen. Yeah, so can you tell me a little bit about the story? Of, yeah, I know, I know. sorry. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> it's track, no. Tell us a little bit about um, the story and what you hope audiences will get from the performance. Yeah, so the story is kind of in two parts. There's one part which is two friends from uni and they're driving to a wedding and they haven't seen each other in about a year, but they used to be really good friends, housemates, best mate, and one of them in the time since they went to uni has gotten really famous. His band's like the biggest band in the world. They're playing at the O2 and she hasn't got famous at all. She's sort of moved back in with her mum. She's had a bit of a breakdown. She's 27, doesn't know what to do with her life. And it's kind of them catching up and them reminiscing. And then on the other side of the stage, there is a teenager student talking about a relationship that she's been in with a musician since she was 16. And yeah, I don't want to say anything else because I don't want to spoil it. But yeah, that's kind of the starting point for the story. Yeah, and Um, what do you hope audiences will take away from it? I hope that they will take away from it it's really cheesy, but if someone tells you what they are, you can believe them. If you are worried about something from someone, just trust it. Trust your gut. Great, yeah. Great. Well, this production of I Know, I Know, I Know, as we spoke about a little bit earlier on, was originally scheduled to be performed at the Vault Festival. Yeah. And sadly, obviously, the Vault Festival got cancelled this year, and it is now transferring, as we are here, at the Southern Playhouse. For you, Harry, what's it been like having this second chance, this organisation take hold of this production and now pull it on? at the Southern Playhouse. Yeah, absolutely. I think Second Chance is kind of right. It, yeah, it feels right. It feels <laughs> okay, like, great. you know, <laughs> the vault cancellation comes through and we're kind of thinking, of oh, what do we do now? Especially because I think like a lot of early career creatives, vault is a huge part of that ecosystem. Yeah. And without it, it felt really unachievable to be making work. Yeah, especially after the last two years. Yeah, when we spoke about we want to do this A play together, A show together, the destiny for it was always vault. That was the yeah. only thing we ever talked about was like, it, we're going to do it at vault. And so for then that to fall apart, like we weren't surprised because of the way that everything else was going, but it was really gutting. And we decided quite quickly though, that whilst that's a really sad thing, there are also more important things than rushing to find an alternative for them. Because choosing the first thing for us wasn't the right thing. We wanted to give some certainty to the rest of the company because we did have people attached to it at that time and we kind of said we're going to look a bit further into the future obviously not that far but you know we want to find the right home and Emily Hunter Alton our wonderful producer really put some fantastic grafting getting in touch with a whole host of different venues that we thought might be interested by the work and the one here at Southwark has come through which is amazing they've been really brilliant generous hosts thus far and yeah and it's such a dream yeah yeah you know like we we come here and see work and it's a really great place for new writing in particular actually and like we're very excited that this is the home that the show has found yeah and we don't know how to do everything but (laughs) their their staff have been so generous and supportive yeah willing the show to succeed as well and that makes a huge difference coming into this you know vault is lovely but it's a festival setting and that has its challenges here but also it's huge benefits yeah it's yeah yeah, but it's also hard in other different ways yeah and but we'd prepared for that yeah and now we come to this and the scale is very different (laughs) yeah and so (laughs) yeah we have to realign those things and And they've been we've all learned a lot yeah quickly yeah yeah Yeah. but they've really kind of like helped us through that yeah. Absolutely. And obviously now that it is having a, a longer run and you're not having to do yeah. loads of turnarounds with different shows that you would do at the Vault Festival, has that changed the way that you see the production on stage? For example, has the set changed, the lighting changed, mm-hmm. the sound changed? I know that you've been looking at fake plants online. <laughs> yeah. So you'll get fake yeah. plants for the set. Was that always the idea for the set? Or has it now been that you've got this space that you can have for a week and a half or something? Yeah. But you actually get to have a proper set in a space? It's a little bit of both, really. I'm 
mean, the fake plants, they were just an image that had been circling since the show started and couldn't really get into why. And Victoria, who's our designer, and I, they just kept coming back to us. So it's tricky because at Vault, turnaround time is so much closer to when you go on stage, Mm. which is, is different to here because we had a bit more time. So it's hard to know, really, but the stage is about two or three times the size. <laughs> the technical yeah. facility is, is larger. Mm. We can do more. And some of those ideas that we compromise does exist in some venues. And, you know, you have to compromise at Vault. You still have to compromise here, but you're choosing different things. Yeah. Aren't you? Absolutely. It feels like such a huge luxury, especially at this stage in our careers like Like, yeah yeah. I think we're really conscious of kind of the gift we've been given here yeah we've gone from having four hours of tech to having like if we really wanted it like two and a half days yeah Yeah. we could schedule that amazing and that's we probably won't no (laughs) No. (laughs) No, because yeah it's an hour-long show so (laughs) we're still teching on day three yeah we're a bit concerned yeah but yeah those things have emerged and that's exciting exciting. yeah Yeah, 100 percent and Flora, how do you feel as a writer? Because obviously you look outside of the set playhouse, the posters there, your name's yeah. across it. I know. <laughs> like, how do you feel as the writer? Yeah, I feel quite scared, but I think in a very good way. Yeah. I feel very like, I keep coming back to the word lucky, and, and I know that it's not all luck, it's also like a lot of hard work from me and everyone else involved, but I feel very lucky to be in this position, but also very scared but in a good way. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Well, thank you both so much for coming on to talk about the show today. I'm really excited to come and see it. Harriet, I know that I'm having you around my house for a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I'm, I'm sure I'll get daily updates yeah. from you. And I'm really excited about that as well. But guys, we're going <laughs> to move on to the final question of the podcast today. It is the title of the podcast, and that is The Stagey Place. So, Flora and Harry, what's most exciting about these interviews for me is this final question. Finding out just where exactly your stagey places are. We've had theatres, dressing rooms, international amphitheatres and classrooms in the past, which just shows the wide range of places guests feel the most creative and stagey in. So for you, Flora and Harry, I would love to know whereabouts are your stagey places? Can you go first? I can go first. (laughs) I feel like mine is a bit boring after that list, but it's a time and a place. So it's on my sofa in the the house that I live in at three in the morning, because that is when I often fix the problem I've been trying to fix for months and months and months. And I feel like if I could live in that moment and it not be three in the morning, Mm. that would be my most creative moment. (laughs) Is is that creatively or just like in life decisions you're making those? Not good life decisions at three in the morning, Great play decisions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tagline of that sofa is bad life decisions, good creative. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I have two really. Good I think one of them is on a, a long walk or a long run. I think my brain can kind of like remove itself from other things and just get into thinking. And that often is when I have a problem. That's when it gets, again, that's when it gets solved or that's when I feel like I have big thoughts that feel really true about the creative thing and also in the shower actually I have an alarmingly large number of like problem solving thoughts in the shower yeah um not good for your water bills no, no. really not I'm there like uh. and I think the other one is tech I really do love I know a lot of people don't but I love technical rehearsals and I, I love the pulling together of everything and it feeling like a you know you've spent all this time piecing together the jigsaw you think it is and then you turn it over and the picture's actually like different and suddenly all of none of the pieces quite fit anymore mm. and trying to figure out how to put it back together and also it change and become better at the same time I find a really really exciting part of the process creative thinking yeah 
Yeah. Well, those three places, two for you, Harry, and one for yeah. you, Flora, are both great places. Never been spoken about before. I also, nice. yeah, we've never had a sofa. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I love a shower as well, a creative shower. Yeah. You, know, you, really, you really get to be in the mind and not having to be on your phone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you really do just have that moment to think. Well, Flora and Harry, thank you both so much for coming on to the Stage of Place today. Is there any final words you want to give to our listeners or any shout out to any of the rest of the creative team before we finish off the episode? Well, we would love it if people would come and see the show, which is on from the 6th to the 16th of April in the Southwark Playhouse Little, uh, and you can get tickets on their website. So please do, if you would like to. Yeah, and we would like you to. Yeah. And just to say a huge shout out to this wonderful group of really talented early career creatives. You know, we 100% recommend working with all of them. So our set and costume designer, Victoria Maytom, our lighting designer, Ryan Day, our sound designer, Anna Short, our wonderful stage manager, Grace Hands, and then our wonderful cast of three fantastic actors. We've got Martha Walton All Press, Ethan Morehouse, and Hannah Kalik Brown. Their whole company have been absolutely superb and we've been thrilled to work with them thus far. I'm really excited for the next six or seven days or so before we head into tech. Yeah, yeah. it's all very exciting. I don't know that I was here about 20 minutes before we started recording just to watch you guys in the space and actually see you sectioning off and titling your sections as well of yeah. scripts and stuff. That's really fascinating to see in a rehearsal room. And yeah, thank you guys both so much for having me into your rehearsal room today Thanks to record this episode. And I can't wait to come and watch the performance, which again, we'll put all the ticketing details on our script notes of this episode. Thank you both so much. Lovely. Thanks so much, thank Elliot. And there we go. That was my interview with Flora Wilson-Brown and Harry Tennyson, the creative team behind Do Not Alights, I Know, I Know, I Know, happening at the Southwark Playhouse this April from the 6th into the 16th. I love to thank, really love to thank Flora, Harry, their producer, Emily, and their stage manager, Grace, for having me in the room with them to see them actually rehearse and then do the interview with Harry and Flora, who took their time out during their lunch hour to actually have their chat with me. So I'm really, really grateful for having the time at the Southwark Playhouse to record with them and to also say that I'm really excited to come and see the show next week when it starts its run at the Southwark Playhouse. So that's all for today's episode. Just a reminder that we have a giveaway on Instagram where you can win some theatre memorabilia and the closing date for UK entries are this Saturday, the 2nd of April at 8pm. And until next time, when I see you on episode 43, I hope that you have a lovely week and you're staying stagey. Goodbye.